And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It's the Walking Dead podcast. Got any advice for me? Yeah, I'd say make a run for it. This is the Walking Dead podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Walking Dead television show on AMC and the Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on! So sit back, relax, and join the herd. Hello, and welcome to the Walking Dead Podcast. I'm Mr. Gary, and this is episode 232 of the show, covering episode 6 of season 10, Bonds. First off, guys, I want to start off this show with thanking you. I don't think I've really thanked you guys properly for continuing on listening, being engaged on Facebook, and doing all the stuff you guys do. It all being on me, I was really worried for a minute. Can I actually make a show that's worth listening to? Will And honestly, our listenership has grown, and I really appreciate all of you guys continuing to listen. I am hoping to get Scott back here at some point, and until then... You know, there's a few people I've been mulling around to be a co-host on the show, but I'm in no rush. I'm not going to try to talk too much inside baseball, but getting a good co-host is kind of hard. And me and Scott really had something special for guys that, even though we live in the same state of the United States, haven't really met each other personally, or we really had a good connection and a good rapport. And that's hard to come by. But with that being said... I really appreciate you guys continuing to listen and giving me feedback and continuing to keep on keeping on, just like I have. With that out of the way, I finally saw Terminator. Terminator Dark Fate is, in my opinion, an awesome movie. If we hadn't had the last few Terminator films that hadn't been so great... This could be a perfect soft reboot of the Terminator franchise and probably catch new interest. But Terminator Genisys, Jenny Smith, whatever you want to call it, I heard it wasn't so great. And I, as a big fan of the franchise, haven't even seen it yet. Salvation was pretty good in my opinion, but not the best film. Terminator 3 was passable. <laughs> um, I'm kind of bummed. As a fan of the Terminator franchise... Seeing what the Terminator series can be with Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which was one of my favorite TV shows of all times, I'm kind of worried that we're not going to get anything Terminator-related on the big screen coming for a while, because they've kind of doomed themselves. But, you know, it is what it is. I kind of hoped for more. It's kind of like what we're dealing with with The Walking Dead right now. Speaking of The Walking Dead, it's time for the boilerplate. As always, guys, I gotta encourage you to get active and participate with the Walking Dead community. What fun is doing a podcast and being on a Facebook page if you're not gonna join in, right? Like, I mean, that's kind of part of it. So, our Facebook, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast is pretty active. We share all the big Walking Dead news and memes and fun stuff around there. And that makes it all better, I think. Also, comments and emails sent in at thewalkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com or on the Facebook are regularly featured and pulled to be discussed live on the show. You can join Death Squad Z on the Walking Dead No Man's Land mobile game to play with me, Scott, and all our friends and listeners of the show. The more of us that play together, the more stuff we get for free, including characters and weapons seen on the show. Guys, I gotta be honest, but this week was our best week yet. Ever since the show came back on the air, I keep mentioning on the podcast and each week more people come under the clan. 
and we're just killing it. Death Squad Z, join it. Just join it, have fun with us, play hard. Do you ever think, you know what, I kind of like this podcast, I like what they're doing, this host, Mr. Gary, isn't really doing it for me, I kind of miss Scott, but I want to participate, but I don't really have any questions, I want to help them, because I like them, but I don't really have anything of input, I have the perfect solution for you, my friend. Go to audibletrial.com slash dead to get a free audiobook on us. Your free trial gets you Walking Dead content like the Governor series or any other audiobook you want in the whole entire known universe. I mean, that's pretty much everything Audible has. They're an Amazon company, so they have access to everything. Plus, you can cancel any time for free, and you don't owe a dime. I mean, unless you really like the service and want to help us out even more and actually subscribe. But you know what? If you don't like it, if it's not what you need... So what? Go to audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D and get a free audiobook just for liking our show. Now it's time to get into the dead news. First guys, this is kind of a minor one, but a Chattanooga, Tennessee store opened called Nick and Norman's. This is the second restaurant slash bar opened from Greg Nicotero and our bestie Daryl Norman Reedus. They have their own restaurant in Sonora, Georgia near Atlanta which is basically where they shoot the show. They opened their restaurant first. It's been going well enough that they opened up a second location. Good for them man. That's really freaking cool. Hopefully next year when I go to Dragon Con I'll get to visit Nick and Norman's in Sonora. Next up was a story from comicbook.com which is The Walking Dead's Ross Marcand confirms Aaron and Jesus's romance happened off screen. Something we all kind of figured but never really discussed. Ross says, I think it was kind of alluded to in points. Tom Payne and I, you know, we discussed it and we thought they probably were romantic at points at some point during the six year time jump. We didn't know how that was going to look exactly, but we sort of alluded to it. We decided it only made sense because of their camaraderie and they're very similar. They're both the recruiters for their respective communities. They have a lot in common. Ross went on to say, When he loses Jesus in the cemetery with all the whispers, I think it just destroys him. Because everybody he gets close to, they end up dying horribly. That's the show, though. You love to watch all those people. Oh, here's some hope! And then they die. Isn't that true, Ross? I mean, come on, guys. Like, that's that's what we watch the show for, I think, at this point. Some of our heroes live on and live prosperous, happy lives, and some of them, they have their hero moments, and then they die. And, you know, that's kind of the Walking Dead experience. It's cool to hear that even though it wasn't fully shown in the show, Tom Payne and Ross Marcand kind of had a little side huddle at one point. We're like, hey man, like, do you think maybe our characters hooked up during the jump, and that's why this is happening, and this is happening, and it made a lot more sense for the plot. Whether that's what the writers intended, you know, who knows, but it worked out well for the show, and I can't wait to see what happens with Aaron. It seems like he's setting up some cool stuff. And I saved the biggest story for last. Our friend Brian Gustin on Facebook, when I posted the picture of the scene that it came in, on last week's episode, a Walking Dead alum came back, unnoticed. That's right guys, Emily Kinney's song, The Turtle and the Monkey, playing in the show, but it was sung by a male voice. Who do you think that could possibly be? That's right, it was Brian Hurst who plays Beta. All Brian Hurst could say in response was, I can't say too much. All I can say is at this point, maybe Beta was a large personality in the world before the apocalypse. 
and that sort of letting go might have been tragic to his psyche. I can't say much more than that. Not only was Emily Kinney or Beth's song featured in the show, kinda, Beta actually played a part in it. So it tied into the season in two ways. And I think that's really freaking cool, guys. I hope they do more stuff like this. They've been known to play some songs for Emily Kinney in the past. That's really kind of cool. So I really appreciate that. And I hope they keep on doing stuff like that. Well, with that fam, it's on to the main event. Episode 6 of Season 10, Bonds. Talking Dead. What? Are you ready to go inside the dead? Yeah! Here's some inside info that you can't get anywhere else. Okay! I could gush about Negan for literally the whole thing, but I'll go through a few more points first. Carol and Daryl. How the hell, Daryl, do you fall for Carol's shenanigans yet again? What the F, dude? Yeah, the idea to track the mega herd from far away and destroy it preemptively was smart. If you don't already know, Carol was hurting, unhinged, and willing to do whatever it takes. I was glad that even though they had a nice chat and Daryl seemed smitten, I mean, sidebar, what was that BS when Carol asked about Connie? But he seemed smart enough to be suspicious and check her bag and question her about it. But he, like I to be honest, assumed she was hiding a gun to try and get Alpha again especially since that shot in the cold open had Carol look at a gun in the drawer before cutting to her leaving pretty quickly. Honestly, I never suspected a zip tie. Even though he could have nipped it in the bud there, once they entered the Whisperer turf, the walker and masks creeping up on the two was really cool and tense. Carol was a stubborn idiot, as always, and screwed everything up, even risking her bestie's life, but Daryl was on top of his game. It was smart thinking ahead, making the rule to not shoot and stab the zombies in the head to leave a trail. Daryl rubbed some zombie goop on his face to mask his scent so they wouldn't lead to him. And he barely escaped the whispers. Then there was the big reveal. Kara was smuggling a secret weapon along the uniquely dangerous and destructive zip tie. But for real, man, taking Whisperer prisoner? That doesn't sound very smart. Next up, do you guys remember that show Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know, I know. You're, you're all yelling at me through your phones, computers, whatevers. It's still on, dumbass. Yeah, I know, but I've never seen it. The pop culture around that show gave me a new nickname idea for Dr. Dante. McCreepy. <laughs> In a certain light, the stuff he could be saying to the old lady about her being sick, wanting to see him, or wanting to peep on Rosita to make sure she's on the mend, it could be endearing. But his performance and character makes it look just kind of slimy. Now... Last week, we heard Rosita caught a bug, and wasn't getting any better yet. Us viewers know that the illness is spreading faster than we expected because Gamma and the Whisperer gang are tainting the water supply with zombie Schmegma. But the question occurred to me, is this just going to make them sick, or will they turn into walkers prematurely by ingesting zombie residue? If so, is there any solution? Yo, yo, anyone in the apocalypse got a Brita filter? Hey, 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 Brita filters? No? Okay, well... Whatever's. The final reveal with Sid, I gotta be honest man, for a second when Sadiq fell asleep holding the baby and started having his whisperer nightmares, I thought something bad was gonna happen to the baby. Instead, he woke up on a windmill with the baby in his arms? 
all of them safe somehow? Does that mean he's a sleeper agent and been hypnotized? Or maybe, you know, Sadiq's been shown to have a few random outbursts and maybe just really bad PTSD from the massacre? I guess we'll have to wait and see what all this is, but either way, I'm kind of intrigued to see where it goes and I kind of like what they're doing so far. Point number three has to be Eugene. I gotta say, slightly less annoying and actually kind of funny this week when he asked the radio helper if she parlez-vous Russian and she says, Niet? Well, that's all I got. His delivery on solid kind of killed me. Then she left and I realized he was just kind of bored and lonely. And that actually made me feel kind of sad for our mulleted friend. Rosita radioing old Jean was a pleasant surprise, even though she jokes she may be delirious from the fever to call him. But maybe she feels kind of bad for the way things worked out because she thinks he's a good guy and still wants to at least be friends? Maybe she just wants a nanny? Anyways, I felt bad for Rosita being sick, of course. But poor Eugene, thinking things were on the mend and waiting for her call, only to be left in the dust yet again. But yet, were it not for that loneliness and boredom, Eugene would never have made contact with his new friend over the radio. And I gotta say, for an awkward nerd, dude got some game! At least with nerdy post-apocalyptic girls, which is probably a pretty small pool, but while it went well for him, I can't help but think Eugene's whole radio pen pal situation will end poorly. Either someone will use or be heard over the radio and end it so simply, or maybe something else will happen. Who knows who this person even is, or what their community is, or if we've seen them before. I just see a lot of kind of red flags. Speaking of red flags, point number four, my favorite of the whole episode. Of course, you guys know this. It's your boy Negan and the Whisperers. From the jump, I mean, the whole saying fellas, then correcting it to ladies, but who can tell one of those masks joke, the whole he's a joiner and needs a damn application already, then the bit about freeballing or walker long jongs slapping around down there, classic Negan stuff. But the whole point of the whole episode to me was seeing him clash with the quiet, brooding giant in Beta. Beta was threatening to kill him right away, Negan weaseled his way out of it by offering up communities quote-unquote secrets that he learned while locked up in their eight years. I mean, man, I ate the whole thing up. Then Beta took off his blindfold only to shove in his mouth. I mean, the whole thing was priceless. The whole opening thing with Negan and Beta was awesome. After that, I love the setup for the whole alpha testing of Negan. Beta says that it's a mistake to show him our ways. Then Beta has to kneel to Alpha because he's questioning her judgment. Then Negan sees that and uses that later in the episode. I mean, it kind of sets everything up. I love that about Walking Dead. But anyways, Negan's lines walking to the test. How long have you and the boss lady been together? Is this a beta with benefit situation? You ever slide a little Omega on the side? Then beta gets pissed. They reconcile, whatever. Then later on, Negan's like, Hey, you know, kneeling has tickled the dick of many a fine man. I used to have many people kneel in front of me. All that whole stuff was awesome. Then, <laughs> something afterwards, talking about the bald head on Alpha just tightens my britches. Trying to appeal to Beta, but also get under his skin. Like, it's perfect Negan. I love it. What a master manipulator he is, dude. He just keeps picking at Beta. I'm also a fan of a good montage, and the whole test montage was pretty freaking great. I love the spinning top song they played around it. And after that whole thing was done, and the, you know they cooked the pig and all that sort of stuff, it looked like Negan was ready to strike back a bit for a minute, when Beta knocked him down after he demanded that he had earned some food. Then he saw Alpha, so instead 
of fighting back. He took the high road and sat down, only to have the whisperer, I think it was Gamma, hand him a piece of the pork under Beta's angry eyes. Then, afterwards, the real test. I love that Beta and Negan had the talk. It's so awesome. I'm just going to quote it right now. Beta said, You're too loud, too weak, too full of ego. Then Negan said, Is it really ego if I'm that awesome? Ha 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 ha. After that, Negan says, So cards on the table, huh? Cool. I dig that. See, I'm not here for you. I'm here for Alpha. So you can go ahead and you can throw your little test at me and you can scowl and throw me on the ground like a five and dime Frankenstein. And of course, that's a Negan line. I love that. Negan says, I don't give a shit. See, big man, I ain't going nowhere. Beta, finally, something we can agree on. You won't be going anywhere. Negan says, wait a minute. You just make a goddamn joke? I'd be impressed if I wasn't so pissed off right now. <laughs> and then Negan is left to fight off a horde of walkers. And Beta goes back to Alpha, saying that he's gone. Saying that he was weak and did die. Alpha said, oh, I expected more. And right as she says that, Negan walks up. I'm ready for my goddamn skin suit. You better bring that extra long tape measure on account of my humongous balls. Then finally, greeting Alpha, he says, hi, I'm Negan. We haven't formally met, but I sure as hell know who you are. And whether my reputation precedes me or not, I'm all in. Whatever you want, whatever I got, it's yours. Basically summing up this whole thing, I love how Negan is obviously just playing Beta the whole time. I currently think he's going to be a double agent, so to speak, for heroes. But even if he's not, he's obviously manipulating the whole situation pretty epically. Getting under Beta's skin to make him look worse, while he performs for the group and looks even better. Very cool. Overall gang, I've been liking this season pretty well so far, but this one was by far my favorite. Obviously Morningan is gonna equal more love for me, and he was in top form tonight. But aside from that, we're getting some good movement on a few threads that are pretty interesting, and some big reveals. I gotta give this one a 9 out of 10, and I really try hard not to give 9 out of 10s, cause like, that's hard to beat. So this one's a big deal for me, and I really loved everything about it. Now that we've talked a bit about how Negan can thread a story, I think we gotta talk about our sponsor Audible one more time. Not only are they the leading provider on spoken audio content, but they have really cool stuff that could take you on journeys that you can't even imagine. Like, imagine being on a beach and listening to a sci-fi story, or being in the post-apocalypse and somehow having Wi-Fi or some sort of phone service or internet, or just having stuff downloaded and listening to stuff about the Old West. No matter what, you can find something that's going to work for you. If you go to audibletrial.com dead, you can get a free audiobook and a free trial from our sponsor Audible just because you listen to this podcast and support us. And you know what? You can cancel it, you don't have to pay nothing, and you get a free audiobook. So you can listen to Walking Dead stuff like the Rise of the Governor series, or you can just go and listen to whatever the hell your heart desires and have a good time and realize that you don't have to deal with zombies and alphas and negans and all this sort of bullshit. You just gotta deal with the regular stuff like debt and depression and anxiety and not living up to what your parents expected. And, you know, I'm sorry, I'm probably rambling more about my experience than anyone else, but if you go to audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D, you can get a free audiobook, a free trial of their service, and see what Audible has to offer. 
I doubt you'll be disappointed. But now we gotta talk about the ratings. So guys, I guess again as well, the last episode of The Walking Dead was the top performing thing on cable aside from football. But, yet again, it dropped to 1.0 in the 18-49 to 49 demographic, but the top thing on cable was the Sunday Night Football, which was only a 1.1. So, it's still the top thing on cable, aside from football, or crazy event stuff, but it's also still dropping. I think this is the worst ratings they've had yet, which is sad, but who knows what's going to happen from here. I think, guys, we just got to keep rallying behind it. Keep watching the show, keep posting and making a big deal out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and all that stuff. Until then, who knows? And that wraps up our show for this week, guys. Uh, Just a quick note, I'm not going to do the listener reactions this week because we have a winner from last week's giveaway for listener interaction that never messaged me for their prize. So, Robert Garth from Facebook, if you want to win your prize, message me here soon. Otherwise, guys... Next week, there will be a double listener reaction segment with all of the stuff from this week and next week, and a new winner will be picked from that batch. And with that, folks, there's never been a better time to be a nerd. So stay safe, Dallas, Texas, and we'll see you here next week. Hike! And we thank all of you for not being here today. And not having this meeting with me or or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at PlayerFM.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, Audible.com, and signing up for your free... No obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.